Dan, radio style. Hope everybody out there is having themselves a great day. I think it was Einstein that got credit for this quote. But if it seems like I've seen further than others, it's only because I've stood on the shoulders of giants. Fortunately, with manifestation, all of us get to be in that. All of us are coming after some of these giants. Neville Goddard, definitely one of the biggest giants that a lot of us look up to. We think this guy is epic. He's the epitome. He understood it better than all of us together. But you know what? Hey, guess what? He even had a hard time. He even had an issue, and he had a question to Abdullah on how to manifest his desire. And believe it or not, he got some advice. And he shares that with us in The Awakened Imagination and The Search. And it's chapter two. And again, but this is the one thing I want all of us to realize. It's okay that you're not perfect at this. It's okay that I'm not perfect at this. I'm getting better and better every day as well. And again, did you hear that statement? I am getting better and better every day as well. Using the knowledge that we've gained, using what I understand about Law of Attraction, I am getting better. I am improving. I'm doing my best to try to help bring to the public some of the best messages that work for them. This is what we're all trying to do. So the fact that we have our moments, the fact that we have our foibles, it's okay. It's okay. Some of the greatest before us have as well. So let's hear what Goddard had to say. Outer reforms are useless if the inner state is not changed. Success is gained not by imitating the outer actions of the successful, but by right inner actions and inner talking. So what, right off the bat, one of the things a lot of us do is we look at what's happening in the outer world and we try to duplicate that. And success, again, is not gained by trying to mimic what I did just yesterday, but it's by trying to mimic the internal feeling, that consciousness, the feeling of the wish fulfilled by mimicking that rather than what's going on in the outer world or thinking that, well, I made a right turn when I went to work today or I said hi when I texted him or I said, hey, good morning. Then I said I love you instead of I love you and good morning. And that seemed like that got a better response. No, it's not the outer world thing that was going on. It was going on what was going on inside of you. It was that inner world thing. If we detach ourselves from a state, and we may at any moment, the conditions and circumstances to which that union gave being vanish. So when we let go of something, it finally has a chance to disappear. But if we keep holding on to it or keep thinking, how can I not have you? How can I not have you? How can I not have you? It stays there. It never seems to go away. It was in the fall of 1933 in New York City that I approached Abdullah with a problem. He asked me one simple question. What do you want? By the way, coaches out there, very important question. Ask what they want. Just because they're saying X, Y, and Z doesn't mean you can decide the best approach for them. You need to ask somebody, what is it that you actually desire? And then look at what they're doing. Does that work? It's a different story. A lot of people just have it stuck in their mind how it should be. And it's like, no, no, you're trying to help people from where they're at, not from where you're at. So, Goddard, I told him that I would spend, I wanted to spend the winter in Barbados, but that I was broke. I literally did not have a nickel. Goddard, 1933, was broke and says, hey, I'm broke, but I want to go to Barbados. This is Goddard, our, our founding father of Law of Attraction. If you will imagine yourself in Barbados, said he, thinking and viewing the world from the state of consciousness instead of thinking of Barbados, 
you will spend the winter there. You must not concern yourself with the ways and means of getting there, for the state of consciousness of already being in Barbados, if occupied by your imagination, will devise the means best suited to realize itself. Advice that he's given to all of us as well, right? Nothing different there. But he was new to it. Man lives by committing himself to invisible states, by fusing his imagination with what he knows to be other than himself. And in this union, he experiences the result of that fusion. No one can lose that which he has, save by detachment from the state where the thing experienced have their natural life. You must imagine yourself right into the state of your fulfilled desire, Abdullah told me, and fall asleep viewing the world from Barbados. So again, what he talks about with the lullaby technique and all these different techniques, when you relax the body before you go to sleep at night, he was so fond of doing this work before you go to bed at night. Not because it's the only time to do it, but because it's one of the best times to do it. Because before you go to bed, you kind of stop the bodily functions. You get very relaxed. It's as close to what meditation kind of should be that we go through in our daily lives. And what happens is as you start to shut down your connection to the body, your mind's still kind of going and winding down. Well, if you consciously use that time, you can do very powerful things. You can make an enormous difference in your manifesting life if you use that great time to do it. The world which we describe from observation must be as we describe it relative to ourselves. Our imagination connects us with the state desired. But we must use imagination masterfully, not as an onlooker thinking of the end, but as a partaker thinking from the end. We must actually be in the imagination. If we do this, our subjective experience will be realized objectively. If we do this, it becomes reality. Our subconscious runs off, makes it so, then our conscious self will experience it in but a moment's time. His appeal to enter into the wish fulfilled has the secret of thinking from the end. Every state is already there as mere possibilities, as long as you think of it, but is overpoweringly real when you think from it. Thinking from the end is the way of Christ. So again, he's talking about the manifestation. A lot of us think of it. We see it from a distance. We don't include ourselves in it, meaning the perspective of it. Like I'm seeing it from my own eyes. A lot of us see it from a very third person kind of perspective. And you're viewing a scene not like it's your own. You're viewing a scene like you're watching a movie from the audience. You're viewing a scene like you're watching something happening that's not you. And that's one of the places where so many of us fail. You have to look at it like it is you. This is your reality. You are imagining your reality. You're right now. You're feeling the feeling of the wish fulfilled. You are thinking from Barbados. You're thinking from the place where you and your specific person are currently together. You're thinking from the place where you've got this new paycheck, this new job, this new lotto winnings, whatever. You're thinking from your new master bedroom in your new home. You're thinking from it. You're placing yourself in it and thinking about it like I am there right now. That is what he's saying is powerful. It's not thinking about this thing, well, I'm going to experience going to this house and I'm going to think about living there. No, 
be there. Think of yourself in the house already, waking up in the master bedroom, walking through the house, looking at your master closet, looking at your kitchen, looking at your garage, looking at your family room, your front door, your whatever. Looking at your white picket fence that surrounds your little house. From the place, from the front door, as you open the front door and you see the white picket fence and you see all your mailbox and you see your garage. That's from the place. That's from the wish fulfilled. I began right there and then, fixing my thoughts beyond the limits of sense, beyond that aspect to which my present state gave being, towards the feeling of already being in Barbados and viewing the world from that standpoint. Essentially, I didn't care what right now said. Obviously, I'm not in Barbados right now. When Abdullah gave him this advice, he wasn't in Barbados. Then Abdullah didn't necessarily get all crazy about the fact that it's happened already. He's simply saying, think of it from there. Let's not get too lost in all the, it's you pushed out, it's this technique, it's that technique, it's blah, 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 blah. Let's not get lost in that. Let's just keep it simple. And it is, if you want to be in a specific time and place, with a specific person, with a job, with income, with whatever. Think of that time and place. Put yourself in it right now. Right now, experience it and hold that feeling. Think of that feeling. Be that feeling. Be that. And that is what you will experience. He emphasized the importance of the state from which man views the world as he falls asleep. All prophets claim that the voice of God is chiefly heard by man in dreams. That night and for several nights thereafter, I fell asleep in the assumption that I was in my father's house in Barbados. Within a month, I received a letter from my brother saying that he had a strong desire to have the family together at Christmas and asking me to use the enclosed steamship ticket for the Barbados. I sailed two days after I received my brother's letter and spent a wonderful winter in Barbados. Again, he didn't manifest the money. He didn't worry about the money. He didn't think about how I'm going to get there. He didn't think about how this is going to happen. He didn't think about, is my mom going to give me money? Is my dad going to give me money? Is my brother going to give me money? He didn't think about any of that. He put himself in the place where he was going to be. Period. From the Barbados is where his thoughts were. And that's it. And he realized, I'm not in the Barbados right now. I know that. But I'm going to continue to think from the Barbados. I'm going to continue to think every time I can when I'm consciously be like, hey, what should I think about right now? I'm going to think about me in the Barbados. Otherwise, I'm thinking about the groceries I'm picking out. Or, hey, is this produce good? Or, oh, my God, I'm going to be missing the bus if I don't get to the bus stop. Like, we're thinking about those things throughout the day as well. But when we have that free moment, when we're sitting on the bus waiting to get to where we're going or maybe sitting in the car or whatever, and you've got that moment to think, that's a good time to start thinking about where you're going, where you're going to be, where you are right now, kind of. I mean, like, whatever, however you want to phrase it in your mind, it's happening. I am experiencing it now. I'm experiencing this experience now when I imagine it. And when I do that, it's very powerful in creating that actual experience. So, this experience has convinced me that man can be anything he pleases if it will make the conception habitual and think from the end. It has also shown me that I can no longer excuse myself by placing the blame on the world of external things, that my good and my evil have no dependencies except for myself, that it depends on the state from which I view the world 
how things present themselves. Man who is free in his choice acts from conceptions which he freely, though not always wisely, chooses. All conceivable states are awaiting our choice and occupancy. But no amount of rationalization will of itself yield us the state of consciousness, which is the only thing worth having. The imaginative image is the only thing to seek. So again, he really rounds out his lesson one of his big things, and he's talked about this trip to Barbados in a, a few different lectures, a few different places I've heard just come up. It's a very popular story. And it's kind of like mine with radio. Like, we all have our, our big story where it really hit home with us, where it really proved it to us. May not necessarily prove it to you. May not have Goddard's story in the Barbados, may not have won you over either. Might have, might have been the thing. But ultimately, there's always a story for all of us. Every one of us that really, truly goes down this manifestation path. Every one of us that realizes the power of my focus, the power of my thoughts, the power of what's going on inside of me is what's actually doing the creation. And if I can keep that in line, if I can keep my subconscious realizing that, hey, this is where we're going. Hey, we got this. We're doing this. If I can keep everything thinking that we're heading in that direction, that it's unfolding right now, that I'm experiencing it in the moment, that every time I really want to feel like I'm there in the end, all I've got to do is imagine it. And when I do that, I'm creating a very powerful experience that'll pull me or push me or whatever, combine that reality and my current reality into a place where I experience them together, where I see it together, where my physical senses Literally go, yeah, I'm in Barbados. That's the key. Hold it in imagination as often as you need to. Realize that it is unfolding right now, whatever that means. But in a moment's time, your physical senses will agree that you do, in fact, have it now. Remember that. Stay in that place. Stay in where you're going. Experience from it. Hold it. Feel it, be it, and you will have it. It will prove itself to you. Dan Radio Style.